This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food writer and critic from Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and I'm DJ Tariq of Radio Milwaukee. Got a lot of things to talk about on this week's edition of This Bites. We got some news about the Eastside restaurant Tavolino, which abruptly closed after briefly reopening not too long ago. We also, Anne posted a really cool thing about a guide to breakfast at home. We talked about places to get breakfast, but she has some uh, things you can do in your own kitchen for breakfast. And I was looking at it, it was like German pancakes. I'm kind of curious about. Also some- Oh my God, uh, so good, so good. Yeah. We also got a lot of uh, yeah. things happening, including a pop-up dinner with uh, Chef Adam Pollock and Emmanuel Corona from La Dama. We also have a, a wine dinner at Bavette's, bourbon dinners and tequila tastings as well. But we get all to that. But right now, we're going to start it off with a new line of Asian restaurant that's coming to Bayview. What's the yeah. details on that? There was a restaurant in Crossroads Collective for almost two years called Dia Bom which I think translates to something like good day, I think. I'm not 100% sure. Um, owned by Ramses Alvarez, who's a, a chef who's been around, uh, worked at different restaurants in the city. The, the, the whole premise of that restaurant has been kind of like this fusion of Asian and Latin cuisine. And I know you've actually been there and tried the food. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I would say, you know, they have yakitori, which is kind of these these um, skewered grilled meats. They have rice bowls. They have bao buns, but everything has like this fusion element to it. So it was just announced that Ramsey's is well. He last weekend he closed the Crossroads Collective location because he's going to be opening a space in the Lincoln Warehouse, which is down in Bayview. And uh, I don't know if that space is going to allow him to do more things. I I would imagine, you know, maybe he'll be able to expand that menu a little bit. But I believe he is hoping to open in the Lincoln Warehouse to actually have that space open in early 2024. That would be, that's what I understand to be the case. Cool. You say that you say probably thinking like first quarter 2024, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It'd be great to have a, like to have that as a brick and mortar place. I love the concept. Right. Um, I know. I I think, and you know, that was the, that, that's the whole thing with a, a food hall like Crossroads is it's really just to get these concepts off the ground so they can, mm. you know, go off on their own and maybe have their own brick and mortar. So this is really the goal. There's a place I was reading in Eater Chicago. There's a, uh, I forgot the name of it, but there's a Japanese Mexican restaurant that's doing like a mixture of like sake ritas and oh, wow. like al, al pastor gizyozas and Ooh. really sounds interesting. So I don't remember what it was called, but uh, uh, probably just Google Eater Chicago, Mexican Japanese, it'll pop up. Interesting. But just, uh, just remind me of seeing that uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Coming up this Bites, we'll continue our conversation with Breakfast at Home, courtesy of Ann Christensen, plus a lot of uh, uh, dining events happening. That's all coming up on this bites we'll be right back i'm 88.9 story zori and i'm milwaukee films christopher pollard and we are the hosts of cinnabuzz yeah we are 
And on Cinebuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, (laughs) yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast. Cinebuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, Eye Care and Eyewear. We're back on Despite Milwaukee's Longest Coloring Podcast. Ann Richardson and me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. Uh, before we get into the, uh, your breakfast at home, your guide to breakfast at home, we got some interesting news on the east side about uh, Tavolino. What's the details on that? So this restaurant, this is uh, another restaurant that's only been around for maybe two years. A little, little bit, maybe longer. a little bit, a little bit. Okay, maybe three. Okay. Um, and uh, it's in the old um, Divino space. Um, it just closed abruptly. So, you know, we all saw on social media this post that said, uh, we are closed until further notice. So, and right after that, um, you, we found out that um, a number of the employees working there had started to go fund me because they are alleging that they have not been paid by the owner. So um, I had a chance to talk with the owner um, by phone the other day. And um, yeah, he he admits that the employees were not paid in their last pay period. Um, and he also admits that there are a couple employees that started their jobs, um, after the fire. So once they reopened, which was late August, and though those particular two individuals have not been paid at all. Um, Hmm. so what's going to happen with that? I have, I don't know. Um, but at this point, the um, employees are sort of banded together and have this GoFundMe, mm. which I linked to in the story uh, that I did. Um, so, yeah, it's really sad because I really liked that restaurant, Tariq. Yeah. What were some of your favorite dishes there? Um, here again, I mean, they weren't just doing, I mean, they weren't doing like red checkered tablecloth yeah. Italian food. I mean, they were really kind of elevating Things from, uh, you know, bol- the bolognese sauce to their, I, and I never know how to pronounce this, caccio e pepe. I'm not sure if well, I'm saying that correctly. Oh, the pepper kind of? Yes. That pepper this, butter sauce. It's a very simple dish. Yeah. I mean, they they seem to really just excel at some of those things and then had really, you know, kind of interesting, um, a few interesting sort of larger format plates, fish, um, salads, appetizers. I mean, it just not like just your basic meatballs and red sauce, mm. not at all. So, and pizzas as well. So they had the recipe for the pizzas that were made at Divino, which before that was um, Palermo Via. So they were making those pizzas as well. So I, I, it's just, it's really disappointing. All right. Again, you can check out that uh, full story over at Milwaukee Magazine's website. We'll post a link to it on our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. Some uh, brighter news, happier, happier stuff. We've talked a lot about places to get breakfast in the city, but you recently posted a place where you can get breakfast at home. Yeah. A guide to breakfast at home. So what was the inspiration for this story before we get into the details? Yeah. So, well, when I did this big um, story about breakfast, which ran in our August issue, 
I was thinking about, you know, um, what are some helpful things that people can do if they want to have breakfast at home? They don't necessarily want to go to a restaurant. So I was really kind of targeting that. And uh, also, I'm a huge fan and love to make a Dutch baby, which is also known as a German pancake. So I shared a recipe that I like to use for a Dutch baby. It's very easy to do. And honestly, it seems so impressive when you do it. People are like, how does that, how does that work? How did you make that? It puffs up. It's beautiful. It's buttery. It's flaky. It's crispy, but custardy. I mean, it will impress your friends if you make this for them. Plus, it's just, it's, you're going to love it. It's so good. So I have that recipe in there. Um, I also have this roundup of uh, locally made hot sauces because I thought, you know, what goes well with eggs? Well, hot mm. sauce, right? And I got to tell you, one of my favorites of the hot sauces is this candied jalapeno sauce made by Sourced in Nature, which is out of Dousman. This stuff is really good. It's sweet. But there's heat to it at the same time, and it's thick. it goes really great with scrambled eggs. Mm. So along with that, um, I have a couple different um, breakfast hacks, um, you know, different things that you can make really easily at home. And I kind of explain a little, have an explainer, I guess you could say, about maple syrup. Like, what is the difference between amber, golden, dark? very dark. What does this even mean? And when do I, which ones do I use for different things? So, so anyway, it's just, it's part of the whole breakfast package, but it's also just a lot of fun, useful information. Then you'll find that at Milwaukee Magazine's website. Of course, we'll post a link at Radio Milwaukee. A lot of things happening around uh, town this month, as far as dining events and experiences. First one up is a pop-up dinner with Chef Adam Powlick. And Chef Emmanuel Corona of uh, La Dama, which is definitely one of my favorite spots in Milwaukee. I really love that space, place. I yeah. love that they do really, again, this is a place that takes Mexican food and, and elevates it. It is not just pastor tacos, you know what I mean? It is seen from a more elevated lens, I would say. So they're doing a collaboration on uh, November 8th. Doors open early at 4 p.m. And so basically the chefs will be creating some dishes by each chef along with some favorites from the Dama's regular menu. I don't have the exact menu and all that kind of details, but uh, you can check out and get reservations over at their website. Again, we'll post links for that. You also mentioned, uh, we talked about Sala Modern, Modern Sicilian, uh, which is a really cool, interesting spot located at 2613 East Hampshire Street. And now they are have uh, uh, new hours, correct? Yeah, they, um, you know, they've always, well, I guess since pandemic and probably for a while before then, just were open for dinner. Well, they added lunch hours and actually even earlier than that, they are open early in the morning for coffee and pastries. Um, they're not making those pastries. They are getting them from a really great um, kind of cottage baker in town called Matilda. Um which is uh, actually run by a, pace, a classically trained pastry chef who used to work for Bartolotta restaurants. And their stuff is really good. They do croissant, they do cookies and um, sweet 
bars, all types of just interesting, um, delicious treats. Um, and so, so they're serving them at Sala, which I think is, is actually a great little, a, a great little place. And, and also, um, the, the restaurant is doing for their lunches, they're doing different panini, which I haven't stopped in to try, but I'm really anxious to try that. And uh, another event, uh, Bavette is doing another wine dinner with Egder Torres. Uh, so the uh, uh, winemaker Egder and Erica Torres, and this collaborative dinner, wine dinner pairs unique wines, the California-based Bodega de Egder with the culinary prowess of Bavette. Some of the menus look, the menu looks amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. The menu, uh, like, it starts off with a fried oyster toast. I'm thinking like shrimp toast, but like maybe oysters instead. I don't, I'm not sure. But it has a kimchi aioli, kohlrabi, uh, cucumber slaw, and peanuts with a bodega de Egda la Guerrera Alberino. I'm not going to say all the wines, but hmm. uh, the menu also has salt cod croquettes with lamb ragu, harissa aioli. And then there's a sherry caramel pork belly with chorizo, rock shrimp rice, and romesco. That sounds intensely flavorful there. I mean, that mm-hmm. sounds really tasty. Uh, and then the, and the menu is like really good. Short rib beef bourguignon with foie gras, mousse, and glazed vegetables. And for dessert, you have a chocolate almond tort. And it's paired with a port, which is one of my favorite dessert wines. I love ports. I love tiny ports. Mm-hmm. I love it. So good. Very underrated. And like people really should enjoy port more. But that's just me. That's a really good menu. Again, that was happening on um, October 10th at Bavette. Next, uh, Three Floyd's Beer is doing a... Three Floyd Beer Spirits Dinner at St. Kate in honor of Halloween on October 21st at 6.30. They will have uh, Three Floyd's Ambassador Parker Kincaid with a wild and scary good evening, according to the press release. And they will have uh, a pair of beers with this dinner. And uh, let's look to check out this really min- early interesting menu. Like the menu here has a vegan cashew sour cream and onion dip with house-made potato chips. That's paired with their barrel-aged coffee stouts. There's a rabbit pork terrine um, with a IPA, a Milwaukee pretzel steak tartare. Interesting. So yeah. it's American Kobe, smoke telegio, open the outside, right? Zombie dust, beer cheese, pickled mustard seeds, and that's with a pale ale. There's a duck confit pierogi, and it has rattlesnake beans, crispy kraut, and preserved kumquats. And Thousand Island Crema. And that's what they uh, actually, a gin cocktail from uh, Three Floyds. They just, I guess they also distilled the gin. And for dessert, you have a cream sickle. That sounds nice. Cream sickle macaroon ice cream sandwich. That's for dessert. And that's again uh, happening October 21st at 6 30 at St. Kate. Over at Mason Street Grill, there is a bourbon dinner with master blender Dixon Deadman of 2XO. Uh, so they'd be pairing some, uh, dishes with the, this bourbon, Kentucky bourbon. That's the only bourbon that matters and nowhere else matters. Just saying, uh, the five course meal paired with whiskey bourbon. Uh, and it will also share stories about the, the, the family history of the, the, the distillery, uh, to winning a James Beard classic restaurant award for their landmark Beaumont Inn. And so they will taste samples from his new project, 2XO, Two Times Oak, which specialize in hand-selected whiskeys and new charred oak barrels. And on the menu uh, for this uh, five-course meal, it starts off a crispy yellow-legged chicken with Kentucky Country Ham. So much better prosciutto. Kentucky Country Ham 
I rave about it. It's like yes, you do. Like keep your prosciutto, even that content. I do love prosciutto, and I love bruschetta too. Yeah. So like you know, there's a you know Edwards and and Benson's and there's a lot of great country ham that is just amazing. And some of the there's some country ham made from the Osabout pig, which is a descendant of the the Birico pig that was from Georgia. They make amazing ham out of that as well, by the way. So a little little country ham education for you all out there. Next up, they have ancho, ancho chili dusted jumbo golf shrimp. Can't really find golf shrimp here in the in the stores. Um, yeah, I don't know that I've seen. Yeah, it's, a, it's such a like when I buy shrimp in the stores, it doesn't have that. Golf shrimp has a unique sweetness and flavor and texture. Yeah, and all these other shrimps are from other places. Like I don't see golf shrimp in the stores anymore, which yeah. is very frustrating. Let's see, you have to go to the Maybe St. Paul or some other maybe dedicated seafood market. Maybe you get some Gulf shrimp. Yeah, maybe Empire Fish. Yeah. So this shrimp dish is, like, I guess, is kind of a shrimp and grits grits because it, it also includes creamy andouille grits with roasted poblamo gravy. Uh, then uh, there's a dirty charred dry-aged ribeye cap steak with wild mushroom melange, bone marrow, and coffee bourbon demi-glaze. And for dessert, a butter pecan apple bread pudding with maple ice cream, Brazilian honey, and bourbon service. So that's the menu for that dinner. Again, that's taking place on October 26th at 630 at Mason Street Grill. And finally, over at back over St. Kate on November 4th at 1 p.m., they're having a Casa Juradura uh, tequila tasting event. And so uh, they par- partnered with the uh, tequila distillery to create a Dia de los Muertos celebration in their art theater so there'll be like music, uh, street food, Mexican street food, and tequila tasting stations. Little, and that's at 1 p.m. So start off the, start off your tequila drinking early, Anne, because I know you're all about the tequila. Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. All about it. So there's a lot of things happening and, uh, as far as culinary events happening all throughout this month. Well, that concludes this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited and produced by Kim Shine with support and generosity from our membership. Please rate and review our podcast wherever you get your podcast, whether it's NPR, Spotify, Apple, Google, or directly from Radio Milwaukee. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. Have a great weekend, Anne. You too, Tariq. <laughs>